Yes, yes, y'all. Y'all are now tapped in to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Big Dick Dashley, Rich Green, and Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. What's up with it, y'all? Hey, what's going on? Still Scorpio season. Happy belated birthday to my big sis, Teresa. Happy yeah, what's up, Teresa? To my nephew, Pooter. Oh, the Scorpios. What's going on with you, Miss Lady? TT, happy birthday to you, too. What's yeah. like with you, Lisa, Lisa? Not much. What you been up to this week? Just busy. Yeah. The, 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 the chicken sandwiches back. Yeah, last night the chicken sandwiches. People acting a fool yeah, once again. Grab me a few of them chicken sandwiches. They, they do. They said the one guy had them had a side hustle. Yeah, side hustle. He sold them on the side. Yeah, that's the Popeye. Did y'all see the video where the guy slammed the white lady on the ground? No. Oh, thank goodness I didn't see Yeah, <laughs> he slammed the shit out of her. But, uh, hey, y'all, we want to thank everybody that's, that'll be tapping in with us, man. Make sure you uh, give us your comments. Uh, call the number. What's the note? Can you give them that number? All right, 330-578-4230. Yes, 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 y'all. So uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into this thing, man, if y'all don't mind. Patrick Bowman, what What's up, Patrick? What's up, Bubble Boy? We gonna be we gonna be in your town in a couple weeks. You gonna have to hit us up. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Ain't, ain't he out there in the bus? Yeah, I think he's near Columbus. I think he relocated. Best heating and cooling man in Ohio. <laughs> That's the business. So okay, well, we're gonna go ahead and get into the proceedings this evening. Who wants to set this thing off? We get into the. I go first. Okay. I ain't been, been first in a while. I'll go first. So I'm gonna talk about Thanksgiving and why we well not you know not why we celebrate Thanksgiving, but I just want to talk about Thanksgiving in itself and you know how we are celebrating the white man coming and taking the land from us. Every year we celebrate. We sit down and eat and give thanks to the white man coming and taking the land from us. So I want to talk about that and how it just seems that no matter what, you feel like you have to celebrate Thanksgiving. And I basically, I just want to talk about my experience. I no longer celebrate holidays. You know, I have a different ideology or what have you. But while my mom was sick, I was willing to put my feelings to the side and spend those holidays with her because she do celebrate those. She did celebrate those holidays. And, you know, I didn't know when my last holiday with her would have been. So, you know, I did celebrate the holidays with her. But now that she's no longer here, you know, I don't want to celebrate the holidays. But the first thing my family said was, we'll be coming to your house for Thanksgiving. You know, and I was kind of like stuck in the rock and a hard place. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving, and I also, I'm a vegan. Now, don't get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? I don't have no problem going to the festivities and just hanging out with family, clowning, laughing, and I'll bring my own shit to eat. But for the most part, I don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Because of what I know of Thanksgiving. And I just feel like People feel like they have to celebrate these holidays, not just Thanksgiving, but all the What's holidays. Up, they feel obligated to. And it's kind of like, it's an addiction. You know, that same addiction that you have when you're addicted to crack, sex, shopping, alcohol, whatever, you release those dopamines, you got the same thing going on Correct. with the holidays because you want to celebrate those holidays because you want to feel good. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want to feel close to family, and that's what makes you feel good when you're with the family. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy being with the family, but why do it seem like we have to keep it, you know what I'm saying, just to them days, to holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving? Why can't we just have those days, you know, every Sunday or every other couple Sundays? Yeah. So when Thanksgiving come around, I don't, I don't feel so obligated to. You. you know what I'm saying? And now that... I don't, now that my mom's not here, you know what I'm saying, they're kind of looking at up to me to take on that responsibility as far as that. But I'm like, hey, you know, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to take on that responsibility. I so I just feel like 
I think people need to do their research on Thanksgiving and where it came from and the whole meeting. I mean, how the fuck did Christopher Columbus discover a land, but there were already people there? We don't think about that. Mm -hmm. And how did Pocahontas marry this man, but this man came and slaughtered and pillaged her whole family, but she mm -hmm. still married him? That's the story we're given, mm -hmm. but we don't think like that. All we just think about is, mmm, that turkey, you know what I'm saying? That that macaroni and cheese. That's all we're thinking about. <clears throat> then we can step on to Black Friday. You know what I'm saying? If we do, we know where Black Friday come from. Are we are we in the knowledge of that? Do we know that that came from slavery when we were slaves? That they would sell us every Friday for a cheaper price than they would during the rest of the week. So that's where Black Friday came from. So now us Negroes is out there spending all our money on Black Friday on all these things that we really don't need. We just want instead of investing our money into something to help to help ourselves and our community grow. But we are so so conditioned to spend our money on Black Friday and Cyber Monday that we don't think past Turkey and Black Friday. What are your thoughts? Read a couple. I know we got a comment right here. Well, uh, Patrick Bumpboy Cole said, I just celebrate having a day off and eating <laughs> after holiday. <laughs> I just wanted to comment on something you said when you called it, when you, you, you kind of equated it to like a drug, like an addiction. And, you know, I almost look at it more like a spell. You know what I mean? You know, like, remember, I, what was the love potion number nine? When they put the drink the potion and you fall in love with a person, you don't even know why. Mm -hmm. You just know you love them. You like for some reason. That's kind of how your holidays is. Like people don't even know why they do this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They just they do just it do because it's always yeah. been done. Like even I've had like you know I know you talk about Thanksgiving like with Christmas. I've had like the most Christian person would say, "Well, it's, it's Jesus is the reason for the season." You know what I mean? But you're still putting up a Christmas tree. Yeah. You still put up lights and you don't even know why. Yeah. You don't even know why you're doing this stuff. It ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, so you it's like none of these holidays. Right. Have it's nothing it's to like do a with spell, Jesus. man. It's like once these time of year come, people feel it's like a spell, like they have to go through the 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 the, the whole rigmarole. You know, we gotta do this, we gotta do that, we gotta do that. And if you don't do it, it's like you're missing out. You you shun the pond. And when I tell people like, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I don't celebrate Christmas. They be like, well, What's up, Jerome? What are you? A Jehovah's Witness? Are you a Muslim? Yeah. And they're like, Well, no. Are you an atheist? You know, why can't I just be somebody who just has mm -hmm. a different understanding of these holidays and don't celebrate? Why can't I just be somebody who just don't celebrate it? And <clears throat> why do I have to wait to these specific days for us to hang and kick mm -hmm. it? Jerome Jackson said, People make people decisions on things like that. I think the one thing before you, uh, for you answer, Rich, for you comment, mm -hmm. the one thing that is good about the holidays, you know, is it kind of gives people a, a point where we can say, Okay, we're going to get together as a family during this time. And so you can kind of write that in. Because, you know, people are all out of the country. People are away from each other. So sometimes it gives people a point. But I think you're right. We do need to treat each day. I always say this. Treat each day like a holiday. Every day is important, man. Every single day. Like, you know, you never know when it's going to be the last day. So, you know, I think we do need to look. But, you know, sometimes you can say, okay, December 20th, you know, Thanksgiving, we're all going to get together. But then people have to be respectful for those people, like you said, that don't get into these holidays, you know what I mean? And, and kind of be respectful. What's up, Twine Mac, uh, of your relatives that, that whatever, for whatever reason, you know what I mean? If you don't understand it, I mean, you want to understand, ask why, ask questions, tell them to explain to you. But don't make that person feel obligated or feel shunned upon because they don't <clears throat> do the same things that you do. Why can't, you know what I'm saying, I just, I feel like you can agree to disagree, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just because you and the person don't agree on the same religion, the same belief system, doesn't mean that you and that person can't get along, doesn't mean that you can't fuck with that person. I fucked with you just because you believe in the Virgin Mary and I believe in this fucking son. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't make me a bad person. You're not a bad person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let's get together next week instead of Thanksgiving. Right. And if you want turkey that bad, it's the month of turkey. It's the season of turkey. <laughs> you can get a turkey all through winter time. You know what I'm saying? We can cook turkey in October. We can cook turkey in, in January. Right. What was your comment on that, Rich? 
you know, as far as that goes, I, I have to agree with a lot of what you said, Lisa. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Too many times, uh, families only get together for funerals. That's, that's, that's where our reunions happen now. You know, uh, there's no Sunday dinner, ain't mama and them. You know, it, it's, not, it's not any type of cohesiveness anymore in the family. Back when we all used to stay in the same house. Back when you, when you went over your cousin's house, you just threw the, the blanket down on the floor and everybody, it was just a big pallet. Mm-hmm. You all slept together. We were missing out on that togetherness. And too many times we don't, we don't do it until somebody dies. Then you say, oh, we need to get together, but that never happens. Mm-hmm. Then we used to have family reunions all the time. Those are even far, far more, far, far, far in between. between. Yeah. Then you think like, okay, well, social media bring bringing us closer. Now you, you see friends you ain't seen since first grade. And y'all hit like, you do all this other stuff, but they haven't brought us any closer together. No, because you'll see that person at the store and walk right past them. Walk right past them, you know. What's up, James? My my, my take on it is that the holidays give you a chance to congregate together. So if we are, like, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving either, but I ain't turning down no plate. (laughs) (laughs) So I will be by to pick up my plates. I want my turkey. I want my ham. Yeah, I might even get some chitlins this year. I don't, I don't really do that, but but you know what I'm saying. I mean, you know that that that's what brings us together, eating and the whole thing. So you know, I even cooked on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, I was gonna cook this year because my mother's in the nursing home, and I wanted her to have motivation to come home. So I said, Mom, if you come home, I throw down. I, I put it all together, but I want you to have that motivation to want to leave. So I just the the good thing is is an opportunity for your family to get together. Everybody has that time off. The job your job normally mm-hmm. shut down. You don't have to ask for that time off. You already know you got it. So that gives you that. But what if you just moved it to that Saturday? Maybe you don't do it on that Thursday. Maybe your tradition becomes every Saturday after Thanksgiving, we get together as a family. Because I'm still not going to celebrate the slaughter of millions, mm-hmm. the invasion of this of this country. Because that's what it is. So, Cause that's yeah. what it is. Cause Cause you know, let's talk about the, the, the elephant in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you, that's basically that's what, what it's we, all we, about. That literally celebrate genocide. Uh, we got some uh, comments here. Bob Batas said, we're having dinner at our house this Thanksgiving day. I'm giving an opening speech. <laughs> oh, Bob Batas. <laughs> so I, need, I, I need to do so to celebrate with my entire family in Cleveland. And see, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it, it's not just I'm celebrating this slaughter of these people. Mm-hmm. I'm celebrating my family. Right. You can be, quote unquote, woke and conscious and understand that this ain't your holiday, but you can still use it for a tool. So I'm not saying that you got to just castigate it, throw it aside. You know, take it and make it yours. We, if we took the word nigga and made it ours, why can't we take a holiday and make it ours? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think sometimes we stick our sticks in the sand and say, I ain't doing this because of this. But how about we repurpose things mm-hmm. and say, OK, since I, I know you're going to be off that day, I'm cooking. Now, I'd be mad as hell I get over here for some vegan food. I'm like, all this goddamn salad. Where the food at? <laughs> I ain't gonna say y'all rabbit eating mud. No, uh-uh. don't play That's us. We eat more than salads. I ain't eat no tofu. We eat more than tofu too. <laughs> give me some ham. Give me some turkey. I want my cholesterol natural. <laughs> For real, you know, if I'm gonna lose my foot, I want some good food off of this. You know I want to have man? a reason to lose my goddamn That's foot. Right. Where the butter at? Give me some diabetes with that. But really, so you know, let's just look at it like that, y'all. Maybe we just repurpose it. We know it's all BS. You know, when it when it comes to. Um, what they've done and the fact that Derek you outlined you know Christmas they say it's the season of Jesus the season of caring but we understand that if you really read the Bible you understand that's a pagan it's a pagan practice to do that to even mm-hmm. put up the Christmas tree and have all that yeah. other stuff there's nowhere you're, in the Bible that says anything Jesus. about December 25th mm, nowhere no, no. so the, the thing is you know you, you taking that and now don't get me wrong I do love the cheer that you get Christmas people really Man. It's holiday season. No, I'm but see that, but see that, that, that's that's part people, of the spell. People, it's well, like a spell. You know it's like if it's a spell, it's a spell. I I ain't mad at. I'm just gonna be real with you. If you nicer to me during that time of season, cool. Even if you if if it's a fake, yeah, it's, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Be nice to me. You know. I'll go ahead. Man. I didn't mean to cut you off. That's okay. that's like. That's like, you know, your master beat you every day or your boss dogs you out every day, cuss you out every day. But, you know, yeah, I'm going to ease up on you today. It's Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to give you this ham. Yeah. And I'm only going to make you work 30 hours yeah. instead of 40 hours. You know? Bob Cratchit and, and Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. Tiny Tim. 
gonna give him some good crutches. Hey, when I was weaning, kind of when I was weaning my sons off the whole Christmas thing, you know, I was letting them know, like, you know, I'm not being about to do Christmas like, like that. But what I would do, like my own little personal protest, I would give them some money or give them a gift, but it would always be after New Year's, mm -hmm. and it would only be because they did they they was doing good in school. You know what I mean? So that way I, I let them know, like, okay, if, if you don't don't think just because you Christmas. Like, I remember when we was growing up, you know, you my, your mom said, if you bad, you ain't going to get no gift. We was bad as hell, and we still got <laughs> gifts. Right. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no, it was, you realize, like, it don't matter what I do, I'm going to get some gifts on Christmas. You know what Correct. I mean? But I, I gave them incentives. Like, if y'all ain't doing what y'all supposed to do, you ain't getting nothing. Okay. You, and, then, and then when you got it, it, went, it was going to be after Christmas. That was what my way of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'm not celebrating it, but you, like you said, making it making our own. Uh -huh. You know, even we was talking about you uh, renaming uh, January 1st. Remember, I can't remember. Well, well, yeah, I was calling it my new Freedom Day. Because yeah. that's when the uh, uh, proclamation, uh, Emancipation Proclamation was signed, January 1st, 1863. So I take that. That's when I exchange gifts. Like, I don't even celebrate Kwanzaa. And you know what? That's not anything against you, Dr. Muwata Ashby, brother. I, I read my Husia all the time. Thank you. Thank you for giving us something uh, and the principles you, get, you gave us. But it's not something that I normally practice. So I take the first. That's when I will exchange any type of gifts. Matter of fact, I want to start a tradition. What I'll, I'll start cooking. I might throw some, uh, you know, some vegan stuff in there. You know, it'll be on the back porch. It'll be on my deck. That's can't some be in my trash and bullshit. <laughs> But y'all come over on the first, y'all. Y'all y'all got an invitation to come Here, over. Here, Jerome Jackson said, either way, if the reason isn't your celebration, find your own reason to celebrate. Celebrate the alcohol that's present. <laughs> <laughs> that alone is a reason to celebrate. <laughs> I drink to yeah, that. I drink to that. <laughs> that's true. Like I said, just repurpose it. We we know the truth. And 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 inform your children. I think that most of the, the education we get is uh miseducation and you know, you celebrating these holidays that actually, uh, that was genocide. Mm -hmm. Once again, it's genocide. Yeah, that basically, that's what it was. Genocide. The Trail of Tears, all this other crazy stuff that happened. You know, we talk about the transatlantic slave trade. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been some ugly things that's happened in this country that we, we take these days and we celebrate. I mean, just look at the 4th of July. In, in 1776, you was, your, your ancestors were still in chains in this country. You know what I'm saying? You what? You know what I'm saying? saying? You know, so, you know, so, light them fireworks on. Mm -hmm. Got to. Now, I'm going to eat the ribs, but I'm like, F this holiday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Christmas. Well, they like Patrick Bumpway Cole said, day off is a day off. You know what I'm saying? day off. <laughs> take the Grand Wizard of Ku Klux Klan day off. Like, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm going to take it off too. Might throw something on the grill. Ronald Reagan birthday. Let me just take this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, y'all, y'all listening to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, big the gaslit. Lisa, Lisa, the little lady house talking about, you know, Thanksgiving holidays. You know what I mean? And uh, give us your comments and your call and what y'all what y'all think about this here. You know what I mean? And uh, any more comments on that side? No, sir. But uh, so Lisa, you wanna get your final thoughts on this before we move on? Uh, me personally, um, don't my family don't expect to come to my house on Thanksgiving. Y'all come to my house, I'm gonna be gone. My house gonna be locked <laughs> up. So don't come to my house Thanksgiving, but I'll hit y'all after Thanksgiving. Then we can get together and kick it. That's just my personal belief. I don't knock nobody though who um, celebrate Thanksgiving. If I still ate. And you know, I think that I think that Saturday that Sunday afterward is a good idea. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it's easier to get home. You know, it's the weekend. It's easier to get. You know, and you can call it. We just getting together as family, family. kicking it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, no thanks. How about thanks for family day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. change the whole night. Change the whole narrative. That's what's up. All right, y'all. The, the full disclosure. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and get into my topic. And we were talking about uh, how all y'all be blaming the devil for everything that bad happens. You know, everything that's going on is the devil's fault. The devil made me do it. <laughs> and um, I, I seen this post that really, I, 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 I shared it as a rhetorical question for people to ask. And, and, and it said that uh, God, the devil is always busy and God is in control. And I asked myself, how is that possible? <laughs> now, let me say it again. God is in control, but the devil is always busy. Now, I'm like, how? 
You know what I mean? How? That's such a contradiction. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, what it is, it's like a rhetorical question because it really is. Because the devil is a metaphor for your lower self. And God is a metaphor for your higher self. Mm -hmm. So your higher self is always in control, but your lower self is always busy because it always wants what it wants. And if you don't have no discipline, you know, your lower self, which is the devil, will always win. You know what I mean? Every time. Like, it, it goes into, it's always, you always tempted by the shit that you want. You know what I'm saying? You ain't tipped it by nothing you don't want. You can't tip me with no crack. You know what I'm saying? You can put a table like Scarface with crack over here. I'm not going to be tempted. You know what I'm saying? But if you put some, you know, something else on the table, I might, you know, I might be tempted, yeah, I might be tempted to partake. You know what I mean? So it's like people got to take responsibility for their own actions, man. I, you know, it's just with, we blame these outside, uh, uh, outside sources for things that happen to us or things that we did to other people or things we do to ourselves and, you know, and not taking responsibility and take control for their own actions. You know what I mean? It's like, stop it. Just stop it. So uh, let me uh, go ahead and put, what's your, what's your thoughts on that, Miss Lisa? Lisa? So, um, yeah, so when people say that, I, me personally, I feel like that is one of the silliest, most ignorant thing a person can say, but I don't, I know that people that say that thing, people that say, says that don't understand what they're saying, because if you did, you would understand that you are the devil and you are God. You are one and the same. You're saying like God, God and the devil are one and the same. If you read the Bible, it tells you in the Bible that they are one and the same. But most people don't read the Bible or don't read that deep into the Bible. So they skip over that part and they miss that part. But when you read into the Bible and if you study outside of what you already learned, you, you will learn that God and the devil are one and the same. And you are God and the devil. So when you're doing fucked up shit and they saying, oh, the devil made me do it or the, or the spirits or what have you. No, that's your ass doing some fuck, fuckery shit. And the sooner you realize that you are doing this fuckery shit and it's not the devil, then you yourself will begin to grow and change your negative behavior. I see you pulled your Bible out. <laughs> oh, we got to go go to Scripture. Yeah. We're going to go to Scripture on you. Yeah, but you know, it's like... Y'all need some church up in here. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. It's like one of the things, though, when you say it, like, because, you know, why doesn't God just strike the devil down and say, be gone, be, you know, get rid of him. You know what I mean? Because it's the same. Can't, cause it can't it's, because it's the, it's the same the person. It's the yang and the yang. It's the in positive and negative. Everything has an opposite. Everything has to have that balance. And the reason why I pulled this out is just so you know, y'all, this is the, the Holy Bible, King James Version. I'm in uh, Isaiah 45, 7. And church say amen. Amen. Uh, so God said, I form the light and create the darkness. I make peace and I create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. So this is a direct quote from the Bible. So this is right there, once again, Isaiah 45, 7. And the Holy Bible, King James mm-hmm. Version. So, just like you said, Derek, it's, it's one and the same. So, if you're out there and you, you're saying the devil's making you do stuff, you got to realize that you have to have some self-control over yourself. And that you have to take responsibility for yourself. I mean, that's even when I fall short, you know. I, I want to blame everybody. The blame game is the easiest thing to do. The mm-hmm. hardest thing is accountability. Once you take that accountability away from yourself, you take that power away from yourself. Don't do yourself and, like and, that. And, Don't undermine yeah, and that's what And that's... What people don't understand is you make your you make yourself powerless Correct. by giving these outside uh, ener- energies power over you. Like, well, by by sitting there saying like I can't, you know, I can't stop myself from doing this is because it's evil or it's the yeah. devil or something like that. And that's just you know what I mean. That and you making yourself powerless. And, mm-hmm. and it's the same way with God. When you when something good happens, we always give. Praise to God, like, oh, if it wasn't for the Lord, then I wouldn't right, got this right. job. If it wasn't for the Lord, I wouldn't have got this car. No, if it wasn't for your ass, right. you wouldn't have got that job. If it wasn't for your ass, you wouldn't have got that car. We give so much of our accountability and so much of our uh, positive energy to our outside source, right. and that and that literally takes away our power. We don't understand the power of our words. Our words, you can literally manifest your reality, what you want with your words. But you have to believe that you are the one manifesting this and not 
no sky daddy, not nobody underground. It's you. And the sooner off you realize that, the quicker off you realize that, the quicker off your life will change. That is fact. That is something I know to be a fact from experience. Well, Jerome Jackson said, the devil is always busy, but God is in control. Bubba and Patrick Boyer said, uh, the devil is a concept to allow people to avoid responsibility for their actions mm -hmm. and to have something to blame when something happens to them. Jerome Jackson went on to say, I would say that the devil being that is part of the lore creative self-consciousness is responsible for the evil in the world. He said, uh, Jerome said, God is us. Baba Pata said, believers are taught not to take personal responsibility for adverse <coughs> actions. They're taught that it's Satan that caused this fall. And all they have to do is ask for forgiveness. Jerome Jackson went on to say, so to simplify, God is our positive energy. The devil is our undisciplined behavior. Yeah. Evil behavior, undisciplined behavior. I mean, that, that's exactly yeah, what I said. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as you strive for a higher consciousness, you know, you strive to, you strive for discipline. You strive to control, you know what I mean? Like, I just had an incident, you know, God called me out my name and maybe, <coughs> you know, maybe 10 years ago, you know what I mean? Maybe I... Floor, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, at this point, you know, it's yeah. like I'm I operating in a higher consciousness, so I actually understood that the dude was baiting me. He was trying to get me to do something. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like when, when you have control, like we were just talking about the Popeyes. You know what I mean? You, mm -hmm. made, the, you made a good point. If you, if you don't, when, when somebody uh, is cutting somebody in the line and they get stabbed, they're not getting stabbed because of the chicken. They're getting stabbed because something is wrong with that person. You know what That's I mean? Right. Like for you to stab somebody because somebody cut you in line, you know what I mean? It's totally ridiculous. Yeah, it means they, they have something in them that's, that's broken. Hey, we got uh, Jerome on the line. How you doing, Brother Rome? What's going on? Excellent, excellent. What's going on? What's your, what's your comment today? I, I assume you comment about uh, the subject we're talking about, uh, higher self, lower self, God, devil, evil. You know, all the good stuff. Right. So, so this comes with a story. Okay. So you go back to, this is this story is usual now. It's, it's, a, it's a common thing. The church. So when you come down to think about it, you know, the pastors inside of a church teach people to do things and be disciplined the bond doing those things. But then I had to throw discipline themselves. Right? <laughs> so that's their going to itself showing itself. Right? right? That's the undisciplined side of showing itself. When they're messing around with these women in the church or messing around with people even outside of the church just to gain uh, loyalty. You know what I mean? So when you think about it, God is you being at your best. Being God like having them godly behaviors. But when you act on those things that you subconsciously seek, that's your ungodly side, and that's what they want you to say to the devil. But if every man fails, there's no such thing as the devil. Am I right? Correct. He said, "Is there?" If it, he said, "There's no such thing." If as the every devil. man fails, is that what you said? If every man falls short of being God, right. right? Where does the devil come in? They just want you. This is their way of getting you to beat your mind up for you to feel like you're less than. So people can use whatever that you fall short on quote unquote against you. Mm -hmm. You understand? That's where I'm coming. I got you. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. That's why when I fall short, I don't feel bad. Hey, buddy, there had to be a reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, you yeah. know? So, I mean, that's where I was at today. That's all. Well, thanks for your call, man. Appreciate the comments. Appreciate you uh, tuning in here with us. Stay tapped in, man. Appreciate it. All right, brother Rome. All right, Peace. Hey, All man, and two, you people don't realize like if you really get into the Bible, you look at the Old Testament. I, I don't even think Satan is mentioned like but one time, and it's not even mentioned in the, in the Old Testament at all. The concept of Satan is came later. Yeah. You know what I mean? You and plus when you and it's also Satan, Lucifer, and the devil is three whole different entities. Like they're different words. Lucifer is just means the light bringer. 
what goes into you. What you said, where the concept that God and the devil was one. Mm -hmm. Satan is a light bringer, brings a light. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Satan is just based off the planet Saturn. You know what I mean? It's, it's Saturnalia. When you hear of Saturnalia, that's where Satan comes from. Satan, and then you had the devil, which is, was just Diablo or whatever. I'm not really sure what the devil, but they're all three different concepts. They use the names, but they're all different. You know what I mean? And, and, it's, and it came later on when the concept of heaven came, further on into the New Testament. Yeah. So, I mean, it's deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, give her, yeah, yeah. We, 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 you know, we don't got enough time for all that. But, uh, it's just, I mean, it basically comes down to, you never see evil. And, you know, I've had this conversation with people when we talk about evil. And I never, you never see evil in anything other than people. Like, yeah. there's no evil in nature. Like, if evil is the thing, like, if a tsunami comes and kills 350,000 people, we don't look at that as evil. That's nature. That's mm -hmm. God's work. Mm -hmm. You know, when a, when a, when a, a, a group of hyenas, you know, separated a little baby, you know, antelope from the from the pack and has just been born and they tearing at it and tearing it up. We don't that's not evil, that's nature. Yeah. That's how we, we don't get into evil until we see people. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and people the shit that people do yeah, to right. other people and other animals. That's why, you know, and, and it's like in the movies with the people get possessed. They're like, oh, but that's a true story. I'm like, you know, the devil, that's the best that you gonna do is have me throw it up, green pinch, head up. I mean, you think the devil is a possess you, you he had right. you do some cold some shit, some real shit. Like, un yeah, some shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's the best you can do. So it's like when pe people just have to get into taking responsibility. What was the one meme I saw? Uh, it was it was like, was a uh, pastor or whatever, and you say he cheated on his wife, and all he had to do is say the devil made it was the devil mm -hmm. and ask for forgiveness, and you know she will do it, you know, because that's what you're told to do. Taking notes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just say <laughs> it was the devil. I was tempted. It was the G string thing. Pray for me. <laughs> made a mistake all ten times. They be like that though. I mean, for real. They really do be like that, especially them church, churchy people. We go, hey man, we are gonna use that devil routine to to <laughs> our style. I'm gonna use it every time. You know, devil, maybe <laughs> it was the devil, baby. So I don't know. to keep this Bible with me more often. I think people just need to do their research for real. Yeah. I think people need to do some research and read up because me myself, growing up, I was a Christian. I believed in the devil, I believed in Jesus, I believed in all this, and I was scared of the devil, but I didn't understand how y'all telling me God is good and God's doing all this great good shit, but yet babies are dying, children are being murdered, not dying, car accident, but people are taking these people's, these babies' life, and you can't tell me that a God will let these babies be murdered. It doesn't matter whether that baby felt it or not. That mother's feeling it, that grandmother's feeling it, them aunts, them, them siblings are feeling it. You know what I'm saying? And you're not going to sit here and convince me that the devil is busy all the time, but God is in control. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That's just like the slave and the slave master praying to the same God. The, the master is praying that we beating the shit out this slave and we're going to get this slave in line and he's going to be my slave forever and ever. But the slave is praying that I become free and I live a life of freedom and good and money and all that good shit. My 40 acres and the mule. Somebody's prayer is getting answered. We know whose prayer was getting answered. There can't, your master and the slave can't serve the same, um, the same master. It doesn't work. Yeah. Whose prayers is going to get answered is the person that's doing something about it. You gonna pray for your freedom, but you gotta get out here and, and get free, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You got, I, hey, it's saying the Bible: faith without works is dead. You know, you say that in there too. If you don't put in the work, your faith is useless. Hey, Jerome Jackson said right. The word evil is used to influence and control as strongly as the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, you had mentioned something about nature. I was I was saying one of the worst things probably is the spoken word. How does a gazelle know to be scared of a lion? How does a rabbit know to run if a fox is coming? They don't talk to each other. They don't say that, but you can just feel it. So the, we, we created this way to communicate. This is why you should listen to your kids. When your kids tell you a teacher don't like them, you should listen to your kids. 
because innately, we as African-Americans or, or Native Americans, however you want to see yourself, uh, we innately can feel if somebody like us. We can walk in a room and feel the room and know instantly, let me sit in this corner and something ain't right right here. But we go against it because we allow this language. Well, like, oh no, Lisa, you cool? Hey, Derek, you you, you cool? We, we we allow it to lower our defenses. We actually should be watching the animals more closely. Mm -hmm. We think we're the highest form of intelligence, but animals are far smarter than we are. Because they, they can tell, they can feel that danger innately, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and, and what makes it evil is the language. And we're able to lie. And we're able to uh, take people to tell them one thing. We... we you got people snatching kids and doing all this. I just watched a story about a girl who uh, was forced into um, slavery, sex slave. You know, five, three guys pulled her into a van. So the one with the baby? Mm -hmm, the one with the baby. So you, you saw that. And it was just, it, it's horrible. That's evil. When you were talking about that, that's what I'm thinking. Like, why would God allow something like that to yeah. happen? Yeah. You know, so... Um, Basically, those people need to be killed, but that, that's just me. I don't mean to go uh, <laughs> off into a tangent. Patrick Buckboy Cole said, the devil gave me diabetes by shoving food down my throat for years. Damn devil. <laughs> and, uh, Won't he do it? He will do it. Yeah, what he do it? Yes. Won't he will? Uh, Jerome Jackson said, if a baby's uh, coming. Okay, close. Spike deleted something. Uh, Jerome, if a baby's life is taken and by... I don't know what that said. Baba Fatah said, God God is evil. You have to be evil to have created it. You know what's and crazy? What's up, it's, that we, it's that God killed more people in the Bible than the devil mm -hmm. did. And the By person far. that the devil killed was because God told him to go do it off a of bat. So, I mean, I ain't saying I'm no devil worshiper or no Luciferian or nothing. But if you ask me, I'm about to follow the devil because God be on some bullshit. He didn't went and slaughtered a whole family, kids, babies, a whole village. They didn't have nothing to do with nothing. The comments of Lisa mm -hmm. does not reflect the whole family. <laughs> well, you know what was the what was the, what, what was the uh, <laughs> yeah. what was the you know what was the is it the Masons that believe that that go in the Bible the Bible Masons that the devil that. is the God mm -hmm. the God and the devil. And when you read it, and like you go into um, Genesis, where the devil where the God is actually punishing man from eating from the tree of knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, because he doesn't want... Now, this is God now doesn't want man to have knowledge. And he's saying, mm -hmm. if you eat from the tree, you would be like us or something like that. You'd and who like, the fuck is us? us? Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, they flip it like they say that... that that's why they say opposites attract. Mm -hmm. Because they, you know what I mean? They want chaos. They want, you know, good, evil to be looked at evil, evil to be looked as when good. When you hear those crazy said, I see her goth look. <laughs> now you know you're a, you're, you're, you're a devil worshiper now forever. <laughs> Somebody just going to take that little sound bite and run with it. Yeah, oh, I'm going to be a devil that. worshiper oh, and everything. Oh, my goodness. That's right. I've been called she a witch. I've been called joking. a witch and everything else. Mm -hmm. So I'm a witch because I'm a vegan. When, they, when I told somebody I was a vegan, they was like, what is you? You be doing witchcraft? You a witch? Two-thirds of the planet are vegetarians, for one. A large portion mm -hmm. of the world is vegan. Well, you it, know. It's, it's, it was common in Africa. Yeah. Now, white people give it to us, and excuse me, you know, for you vegans now, but y'all hijack something that my ancestors have been doing for years and taking credit for it. You know, Dr. Lalo, Africa laid all this out years ago and broke it down and why you shouldn't eat meat. And if you did, it's a traditional thing. Let it break down before you even consume it. You know, it was more of a, uh, what's that? A ceremonial type thing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't an everyday type thing. So, you know. So y'all tapped into the full disclosure show. I'm Derek yeah, my way the first. Baba Rich Green, Big Dick Dastly, and the beautiful Lisa Lisa, <laughs> a little late in the house. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the social media <laughs> post of the week. Hey, wait, Jerome Jackson said, her new staple. And then Patrick Wolfboy Cole said, if you're a minister of a gospel, don't cross Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, TC? Yeah, hey, so, uh, hey, y'all, yeah, we're going to get a social media post of the week. Everybody know what's going on. Uh, my man, T.I., T.I. was on a uh, was on the show, and uh, he had went in and said that he gets his daughter checked out every year. Um, up until up until she was eighteen, she she turned eighteen this year uh, to make sure she still had her hymen. And uh, I should have actually queued that up just so y'all could hear it because the way Ti say things is just funny to me. Expeditiously, yeah, expeditiously. 
<laughs> trying to use big words and shit. Yeah, hey, no, he be on it though. Yeah, he I, is I love very intelligent. T.I. is a very intelligent yeah, I, brother. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, it'll cause a big back backlash, um, and people, you know, the cancel culture is very, very busy. Devil busy. <laughs> He's working <laughs> overtime. <laughs> so, um, so you had all these people, and you know, I was one to say, "Why? I don't care. I don't care what he said. I don't care what he's doing. That's his family. That's his prerogative." Man, they hung me out to dry. They was coming at me. <laughs> they did. And, they and, went and, in and, on you. Well, it was my nephew's post, and then you know, I said I didn't hear what happened. And he did said, you queue up in some of them comments, man? That uh, would have been. Uh, you know what? They, they, to me, they're inconsequential okay, because okay. their, their opinion, it matters to them, <coughs> but it doesn't matter to me. It's my nephew's thread, so I didn't tear anybody to shreds. I was actually kid gloving, but you know, it was amazing that, you know, this separated so many people. First of all, let me just say, I, I do think it's extreme. I, I wouldn't do. I have two. I have two daughters. I, I, I would never do anything like that. You know, and to my knowledge. They both lost their virginity in college. So this is what they tell me. I, I'll take that word, you know. But I had a different way I, I raised them. Like, especially my oldest. I told her, look, in high school, have male friends. Get to know boys the whole nine. You don't have to sleep with everybody. Just kind of see how they talk about other girls. Sure enough, she's like, Daddy, you're right. <coughs> they talk bad. When the girls, they guys, we talk worse than girls. And to this day, all the guys she used to hang around with said, you know, you should have been my wife. You should have been this because they see virtue in her. Now, she lost boyfriends because she wasn't having sex. She came home crying, like, oh, he did this and he did that. Then she used to try to share things with me, like, daddy, I kissed so-and-so. And it was tingling. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, baby. But you established, you established a great rapport relationship yeah. with your daughter where you didn't have to maybe, you know. I had to do all that bravado. I mean, to, to a degree, I think that, that what he was doing to me, was overboard. However, that's his child. He wasn't putting his hands on her. And, you know, they're going to change the narrative like he was down there checking her hymen. He took her to the clinic. I think it's very disingenuous because growing up in our community, we know mothers that say, my daughter, I think my daughter effing. I'm taking her to the doctor, and they were sitting there right in the doctor's office while they talking to the daughter, while the, the, the mm. examination going on, and we putting her on some birth control. How many, how many women you know, mothers forced them to go on birth control, they wouldn't even have the sex yet, or to get a depo shot. Now, you mm. can change her life for five years, but ain't nobody talking. They ain't taking the moms to task. The only reason why they're taking T.I. to task because T.I. is a black man. America has a problem with a black man being a man. He's a strong man, male figure in his household. When the gang kissed his four-year-old daughter in the mouth, it was a big thing. Oh, why? a man shouldn't kiss his daughter in the mouth. It was a picture float where a father was taking a bath with his daughter washing her up. Little four-year-old, five-year-old daughter. Oh, that just ain't appropriate. Um, LeBron James, he was out there when Bronny was playing in the right. AAU game. And everybody like, oh, he's showing his son up. He up there dunking. He just ain't about him. It's about his son. You know what? Y'all, <laughs> school y'all. Bottom line is, all you hear is, N-words ain't this, N-words ain't that, N-words ain't that. And then when her father's involved, oh, well, he shouldn't do this, he shouldn't do that. It's a young lady out there wishing her father cared about her, how T.I. cared about his daughter, who ain't never seen uh, her father in one day or he'd been locked up for 20 years, wishing my, my daddy was that loved me that much when it was overprotective. You know how many girls have been touched by their daddies? You know how many uh, young ladies wish that they had this type of relationship with the father? Yeah, he shouldn't have put her business out there and told the whole world she was a virgin and what he did. He opened himself up to that. But once again, that's his household. And then all you liberal Nazis, you come out and you, you talk about misogyny. And you talking about child abuse. I got a, a, accused of being a child abuser. Oh, I'm okay with abuse. No. Then uh, one guy, he's homosexual. He went to my page and saw a picture of me and Dr. Umar Johnson. Uh, we went off. Uh, he saw a picture of Dr. Umar Johnson. He said, oh, of course he's okay with that because he, he know Umar. But he's talking from a sense of you don't like homosexuals. We've talked on this show about homosexuals. I'm one of the few people who really feel like, well, I can't say few people. I think certain people just born that way. I, I, I still feel that way. I, I see little boys walk around that's sweeter sweeter than candy. I, that's, that's them, though. It doesn't affect me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to act overly masculine around that or uh, accuse them of anything. But these people were on the attack. I feel like as a black father, as black men, 
that we, the world feels like they can always tell us who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to do. We are men too. Matter of fact, there was a study done to say black men are more involved, American black men are more involved with their children than any other man on the planet. Any, any other man on the planet, whether they're in the house or not. So this myth of ab absentee fatherism is just that, it's a myth. So you can't, y'all can't have it both ways. You're not gonna tell me how to raise my child. Y'all can take, take several seats. You know, if you don't like it, that's you. Don't do your kid like that. But that's his child. And you know what? Maybe when she gets older, she'll tell him, Daddy, I ain't appreciate you doing whatever. I do have a little animosity. That may happen. But until such time as it comes out that he was touching that girl, y'all, mind your business. Mind your business. That's my, my, that's my take on it, Lisa. What's your thought? Um, I agree with a lot of what, with what you said. What's up, Sean Ray? Um, I do think that that was a little invasive and that was an uh, a, a invasion of privacy to the utmost power. But uh, like you said, there are fathers out there, you know, there are people out there who wish their dad was caring, maybe not that much, they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but they do wish that their dad cared enough about them when they would ask them questions. I mean, me personally, my relationship, I with my father would call me and ask me, be a little more nosy in my life. Well, I'd be like, damn, he getting on my nerves. I wish he quit calling me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But what did uh, Tiny say about it? I ain't heard nothing about what Tiny said about it. No, see, that was my take on it. Like, and then people say he coerced her into doing this. No, you weren't in that room. You don't know what he, he I said. I mean, was he, he in the room? I hope he wasn't no, in the, the room, room with her. No. I mean, as I, a kid, even as a kid, you have to sign a consent form to allow you. But like when your parents yeah. get tested for pregnancy, yeah. they can't just come out and tell yes, your parents you're pregnant. Right. You got to sign something to say, I'll allow you to do that. You're right. Did, would, would you feel... They're making it seem like he's standing over her with a pitchfork. That's how they made it make, seem. No, you're not you gonna my father has taken me to doctor's appointments. He hasn't been in the room with me by far not. Yeah. But he waited for me in the waiting room or in the car. And as a woman, when I would go to my, you know, my OBGY clinic mm -hmm. appointments or when I was pregnant, I would want my mother there because yeah. I didn't, I was... I was new to that, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted my mom. I didn't I didn't really mind my mom being there, but that was my personal feeling. But like I said, um, I would never have my my daughter's father taking her to the doctor to check and see if she's a virgin or not. I mean, you're going to check it, and if she's not a virgin, then what the fuck are you going to do? It doesn't matter what you say. It's, she's not going to become a virgin again. So what the fuck does it matter if she's not a virgin? Yeah, yeah it doesn't You know matter. what I'm saying? Uh, and how you raised her, and I don't know T.I. personally, but what we see on TV in his persona, he, he appears to be a great father. He appears to be giving his kids the tools to be great young men and great young women. So mm -hmm. when you give your kids them tools... You have to just trust them and step back and let them use the tools. What's the point if you don't give your kids a fucking shovel, but don't let them use it? That's right. Give them the tools and let them use it. That's right. He's just, he's overprotective in that I mean, sense. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't do it to my kids. But he's, he's a great, but still, he's a great. Birth control time. <laughs> yeah, birth control time. Uh, Antonio Mitchell said, Shamia, Shamia said that, uh, I'm going to say no, he's not, probably not, that he's not being overly overprotective. You got to come in on that. D, what's your comments? I mean, I agree with everything y'all said, what, what I what I do, something like the, to that effect. No. You know what I mean? But um, did it, was he being overprotective? Was he being, was it a uh, violation of privacy? Yeah, you know what I mean? But I'll tell you, like my mama used to tell me, you know what I'm saying? What <laughs> privacy? You got no business. What privacy yeah. you got in my house? You know I'll what take I mean? the door off the hinges. I mean, you know, look, man, the man, that's that man's family, and he's trying to protect his daughter. You know what I mean? I'm, and, you know, I always talk about context, right? We talk about, like, this dude, we, we we just say he's a good dad. So for people to jump to the conclusion that oh he's being this and he's being that, I mean obviously that's not what it is. Is it too, is it overboard? Yeah, you know what I mean. But he's trying to protect. He's a black man trying to protect his daughter. 
Yes, you can. I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I'm not going to sit here and dictate to nobody else's family how they run their life, how they run their family, you know what I mean? How they run their kids. You know, we didn't all been over, went overboard as parents, you know what I mean? I know my mom went, you know, I couldn't have the doors open, you know what I mean? My mom was on. The, my, my only criticism of it is if you're going to have that same fervor with your daughters, you got to have, you gotta have it with your son. And he was being hypocritical Yeah, and he was being hypocritical. Yeah. You, being can't, hypocritical you can't teach your daughters to respect sex and respect their bodies and not teach your sons to do the same. You know what I mean? Respect your body and respect the woman's body. You're going to let them run around. They, you know, I guess his son lost his virginity like when he was 14. 14. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's all cool when it's the son, but it's the daughter. We can't have that. You know yeah, what I mean? It's a lot of double standards. Yeah. When, that it, would comes, be my, when right. it comes to those particular issues with a boy well, see, and a girl, don't want, a You don't want your standards. son running around here with six kids and five baby mamas, you know what I mean? Because that's what happens. Uh -huh. You know, when but you don't I teach think, them the same respect. I was going to say, I think that's because we don't teach boys right. the same respect as respect themselves and respect their bodies in the way that we teach girls. And I think that if we teach boys that and girls that, we will have a better system, we'll have a better, better relationships, right. not just, you know... Uh, sexual relationships, but relationships with your parents, better relationships with your uh, siblings, because you've given that young man the tools that he need to uh, be able to navigate. You know, my question is this, though. How did the word misogynist even come up in this? Like, in, in that thread, someone, oh, that's a misogynistic thing. And then as a black man, I feel as though you this. And I, I was looking at some of the comments, and I just saw people who don't want to be labeled label people. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't get this. Yeah. I just don't get that. Support like, that support. You, you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, have some perspective on things. You know, I, I got accused of uh, wanting child abuse. Nobody ever wants yeah, to see a child, <laughs> a child being abused. Uh, but she got several seats. I mean, got some comments on her. All right, so Nina Shamia said, uh, just checking out the show. I think more of a matter of him knowing what's going on with her is what he was trying to do. Thanks for your support, Ms. Nina Shamia. You know, Baba Pata said, my daughter turned 18 yesterday. Happy belated birthday, Tyler. Now her vagina is her responsibility and not mine and my wife's. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Antonio Mitchell said, uh, better over, better over protective than not enough protection. Uh, mm -hmm. She could do all the effing she wants and she's 18 <laughs> and out the house. That's right. Hey, real talk. So, to my knowledge, both my girls were 18 when they lost their virginity. I'm sorry I'm putting y'all business out there. I'm doing the TI, but so was my son. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't want y'all to think that, you know, I was one way with, I just, I didn't think that the kids should be having sex. I had sex too early and I think that that affected me as a person. And I was just like, you know, that's a lot of responsibility. Once you start, I mean, it's like crap. Yeah. You ain't gonna ever stop, boy. I want to smoke crack right now. <laughs> <laughs> smoke the hell out that crack. Tony Reed Jr. said, there's no amount of control you're going to exert that's going to stop boys and girls from having sex. You can either shame them or teach them and earn their trust. And I Precisely. Think that, I, as we say, I think that's the key. You have that's to right. teach them about sex and build that rapport with your kids so they can come and talk to you and you'll feel comfortable asking them. Here's the one thing I think that T.I. did fail on is the trust factor. Yeah. Like, you may not have a lot of respect for a parent that doesn't trust you. How could you ask your kids to trust you mm -hmm. and you're not showing that you trust them? Mm -hmm. uh, this is the only quid pro quo yeah. that should be. Donald but, Trump but, take but did message. He, did he yeah. find something that, or come upon something that made him feel like he needed to you know what I'm saying? Get her checked out. Did he see a text? Did he see her kissing a boy? Nah, he's got a boyfriend. Nah, he's judging her based he just on himself. Do it. He's doing that right. right. Yeah. I think he was he's, judging himself. He's, he's been exposed as an artist to the worst in women. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and he's right. seen, he's seen, he, of course, he wants to protect his daughters from that. Correct. And some of y'all parents, yes, some of the people who comment on it don't have kids. I'm not saying he's right, but I understand. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You have a daughter. Like, y'all like, motherfuckers want to be y'all kids BFFs all the time and not their parents. Like, I, you know, I used to, I, I used to, I want to have a good relationship with my sons. You know what I mean? I told him this, but mm -hmm. I'm not here to be your friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm here to give you these new nuggets and these jewels and to protect you and hope and give you something that I never had and hope you become something. Like, and if, if you don't like me because of that or if you mad at me because of that, so I'm sure T.I. feel like 
okay. You know what I'm saying? If she feels some type of way, maybe it's extra, but like my man Antonio said, better to be over than under. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? At least, at least she knows she loved. We all have, we all know people whose parents are protected. Our parents were protective of certain things. Some of our parents were molested and they just control freaks about who watches their kid and what you do. Hey, if you don't spend the night over that person's house, or if you do this, you go to the bathroom with your brother, and you do this, y'all stick together because of certain things that happen in their life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, once again, we wouldn't even be having this discussion if he had just shut his fucking mouth. I would Because like it, it, it really wasn't everybody's right, business. Right. You kind of put your daughter's yeah, business out there. Yeah, he should have done that. But I'm not going to sit here and tear that man down. That's how he raised his family. As long as he ain't down there checking himself, that's what I'm saying. I ain't got no problem with it. Let me see. And from what I understand, I don't think that's tiny. Open your legs. That was that's not tiny. But well, okay, but that's her stepmother, and that's who she grew up with in the house. So what did either Tiny or her mother had to say about it? Because I'd be dead if I come home and my daughter talking about so, mom. Um, he's been um. My dad's been making me go to the doctor. No, well, he does it. He does it on her yearly on her birthday, on her yeah, yearly, yeah, something like whatever that. they have a yearly check, whatever they have, and yeah. then when they do, when they go to that check, he always tells you know has the doctor tell him audio, the audio. or not. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like he was making her go just to see if she was a virgin, but yeah. he was making sure when she did have her exams that yeah. everything but was still But what is she going to do if she's not a virgin? That's even a good, she, I mean, that's a good even question. If, <laughs> even if she's not a virgin, she's 18 now, the so, so there's nothing you can do. I think it kind of trash. I'm going to tell you this. As a, as a father who's raised daughters, you, you see these guys who knew the fatherhood, who like, yeah, I'm going to keep these guys off my daughter. I'm going to keep a gun. Hell no, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> Your daughter is on them dudes, y'all. You, you chase a woman till she catch you. All right, y'all remember that. Because there ain't no sex jumping off. No consensual sex jumping off unless the woman wanted to happen. So y'all get that. Just just spend time with your daughter. Talk to her. Let her know what's going on. Spend time with your son. Talk to your son because I think we spend too much time concentrating on women. keeping penises out of our daughter. You need to keep your son penis out of hey, man, I, I, I used to have to almost... Decom- I used to have to almost... Uh, uh, deprogram my sons and some of the stuff like, and they would come to me like my son came to me one time. He told me that his gym, his gym teacher told him, "Hey, while you're young, hit as many of them as you can." You know what I mean? Because you know we, that way, when you get older, you ain't gonna want. And I was like, "Nah." I was a substitute in the class. <laughs> yeah, I was drunk yeah, that yeah. day. I, ain't mean I was like, "Nah, it don't work that way, man." You know, I told, I told. I tell I told my sons what you got in between your legs is just as valuable as what you got in between your heart. More valuable. Yeah, exactly. So you, you know, the prize, young man. I'm exactly. not giving up my virginity. I just want to say this, fellas, stop letting these girls hit for free. If they ain't taking you out, <laughs> they ain't buying you nothing. Don't give them none. You need to just clink clink. They should hold them right, afterwards. Because y'all ain't respecting these men enough. Watch out. They deserve to be held too. <laughs> But I think that's a. I think see, that's my only real criticism. I can't. I can't knock him. I like I said. All I can say is it, it wasn't what I would do. No, but if you're gonna have that same fervor for your daughters, you need to have it for your sons. That's all. That would you know. You know. Don't don't have the double standard like little Boosie and son turned thirteen and he got a stripper. You know what I mean? Like that's what he did. You know. That's what little. Are Boosie you serious? Did. Yeah. yeah. You joking? No, no, I'm not joking. A thirteen-year-old, thirteen year old thirteen, got a thirteen year old son. Right, when he turned on. thirteen, he got him a stripper. See, that's that whole. What did that prove? You and I like Boosie. Don't get me wrong, I like Boosie. So that oh, that's man. that whole thing. You're not gonna get no male stripper for your thirteen year old daughter. <laughs> you ain't gonna do no Ooh, that's shit. That's a good point. Yeah. You ain't gonna do no yeah. shit like that. Dang. This big motherfucking hair slanging and they got all these dirty thirteen year old men. You ain't gonna do that. All of a sudden, the stripper going to jail. How did he know? How you gonna have Bernie and the stripper at the same time? You know what I'm saying? I mean, my little pony took on a whole new meeting just now. She had Bernie last year, now she got body sweat this year. Ooh. Man. Nah. Bottom line, though, uh, but when I did comment on my uh, nephew's post, I said, so I don't care. And his point was, yeah, that you do because you wouldn't do that to your daughter. And in that, he's right. But for someone to think that's a misogynistic statement to me, it's just... Maybe that person that understood the definition of misogynist. No, they they just got a game mentality. No, everything is clickbait. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has an opinion. Everybody's opinion is, is, is important. 
But most, it's crazy because most people don't even know their opinion is somebody else's opinion. They really, just regurgitate. They, they regurgitate it because somebody else said they didn't like it. You know what I mean? Hey, now, but now that I talked to my nephew, I can go and eat everybody up pretty much now. Should I go back and just destroy them all? Okay. I think I'll be destroying all of you tonight. So, Opinions are like assholes. Every guy, everybody got one. They all stink. <laughs> They brown. They're, theirs is brown. Their opinions are brown. Dookie brown. <laughs> Y'all are tapped in to the full disclosure show. Dag Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Big Dick Dashley, and Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. We want to thank uh, Keep your participation. Keep tapping in with us. If you like the video, share it. Uh, uh, like it. You know what I mean? And uh, We're trying to push this uh, thing. We're trying to push this uh, platform forward as much as we can, and we can't do it without y'all. So, man, uh, tap in with us. Thanks for your uh, comments and everything. And on my behalf, Lisa Lisa, it's all love all day. Big Dick Dazzly, tell your people you, in your life, man, that you love them because tomorrow is not promised. I say that shit every week, but, and, but it's real. Tomorrow, the next minute, the next day, it could be all over with. So, and hug make your sure y'all stay royal. Yeah, man, hug your people. Tell them you love them. And, uh... We out. Peace.